Well, hello, folks. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope your Christmases were wonderful, like mine. I had a really warm and memorable Christmas. Uh, the only thing I didn't get to see is my daughter, unfortunately. Her career path is preventing her from coming home for the holidays, so we'll have to make a road trip down there in mid-January. All right, so here's where we're at today. Um, I can't tell you how long this one's going to be because I don't know. We're just going off the cuff. I want to talk a little bit about where we're heading, what we're going to be doing in 2023. So we kind of get a feel for what we're doing as far as a community and as a mentorship. So obviously I mentioned that I would be doing my analysis. That will be public. So I will be doing that on the YouTube channel. That will be a real short little, probably a Monday through Friday thing. And it'll be a quick review of what took place, any setups that I took. You'll see that and what I think the next day will bring. So that way you all get to walk forward like my private group got to walk with me for six years. And you'll have a little bit of uh, experience in your corner lending well for bias and such. So you also get the chance to see what it's like to go through an economic calendar, how to plan the week, when to uh, keep the gunpowder dry, <laughs> and when the most likely you know, candidates for opportunity will materialize for the week. So that way you'll see every day trading is not what we're trying to do, even though I can come out here and show you examples of that. It's not what I'm trying to inspire. I'm not trying to cultivate that mentality in my students because it's not good for you. If you don't have the experience, because if you try to go too many times in, unless you're learning, obviously, if you're, you're trying to practice and read price and, and get a feel for it that way, that's wonderful. But when you have your model, your model shouldn't be pushed every single day especially if the experience factor in your trading is still on the increase. In other words, if you're a neophyte, you've only been doing it for a month or so, less than a year. Uh, everyday trading should not be your goal. Okay. It should be a long-term goal. If you're going to be a intraday trader, you know, what's a long-term goal for something like that? Uh, I'd say about a minimum a year and a half and two years, something like that uh, to be pushing it every single day. And trying to operate with a, uh, a high frequency model. Now, can some of you do it sooner than that? Absolutely. But as a mentor, I'm trying to give you a broad brush, general rule of thumbs. That way you're not preparing yourself for unrealistic expectations, which unfortunately this industry builds up. And I have been guilty in the past as a young man, you know, on America Online, trying to captivate the youngs, youngins and the old ones, anybody that was willing to listen to me on America Online, uh, I was trying to uh, garner that mindset and you know seize upon the the crowd that was watching me then. And obviously, you can hear me now. I'm a monotone, you know, humdrum, you know, fuddy duddy. <laughs> and that's really what you want to be aspiring to, because you don't want to be emotional when you're trading. And as I walk through each market week with you, and we do our recap and analysis for the next coming day, uh, you'll have what it is that you should be focusing on. So that way, if you are one that likes to fight the underlying bias, like I had a lot of folks in my private group, they would 
resist what I was trying to anticipate in the marketplace. And then they would send me emails, frustration and saying they can't make it work when come to find out everything they were doing was completely opposite to what I was trying to showcase and share in my real-time analysis. The entire community would see it, but these individuals, and there were a few, I mean, maybe like eight or 10 of them. And they would habitually, you know, fade what I was anticipating in the marketplace with the track record, you know, in front of tens of thousands, you know, you can't do that type of thing and then question why you're having adversities. You know, if something's working, if the logic that I'm using, as you'll see, don't resist doing it. Okay. Follow along with that mindset. Even if your model may be opposed to what I'm outlining, because that way it'll teach you, number one, submission to higher time frame narrative and bias, which is one of the advantages to having someone that's a mentor. You know, 30 years doing it, you know, I made a lot of mistakes. And my goal is to try to keep you from having those experiences. I mean, sure, some of you simply want them, like they're you know, tattoos, like when you join the Army, Semper Fi, you know, I'm, I'm ICT approved. <laughs> you know, I blew out accounts just like he did. You know, you don't want to have stuff like that. You know, it's not necessary. So, obviously, some of you are going to still do it, and you may not want to go into it with that mindset, but lack of control. Um, not being able to resist the temptation and having discipline, uh, you're going to probably still make those types of mistakes. And it's important that you know that if that's your character flaw, if you are impulsive, okay, if you simply got to go in there one more time for social media approval or your character is weak, that you need to feel that at a boy, at a girl type thing that you did something right. Even if you did something wrong early on in the day and you just can't go home with a losing trade, uh, you're actually going to see me get it wrong a couple times this year. I'm certain of it. I'm certain of it. And I want you to come away with the idea that even with 30 years experience, sometimes I just simply, I simply don't know. The market's not giving me enough information or intel to make a high probability decision. Like we are looking for those types of conditions and, in the marketplace to engage. So it's not beneficial for us, any of us, me or you, or even a skilled versed veteran in the marketplace. It's not imperative that just because you have time to be in front of the marketplace or in front of the charts that you force yourself into a, a trade. That's to me, unfortunate. And I watch a lot of folks on YouTube, and this is one of the fascinations I have with people that live stream, you can almost see that they're trying to just simply impress the viewership. And that is unfortunate because if you're going to be doing this eventually as a YouTuber and you'll be live streaming, that's awesome. I hope that happens because I'll be watching. I'm in several people's live streams I'm watching all the time because I'm fascinated with their decision making. I like watching how individuals manage the risk and the, the uncertainty of the crowd, you know, if they make a mistake in front of them, how they handle that. And to me, I, th I think it's an amazing study of human psychology and also, you know, bravado. It takes a lot of guts to do that. And unfortunately, a lot of people that are not really versed with trading with real money and ever done a live stream before, it takes a lot of focus to do that because you're, you're going to be worrying about what people think. You know, what are they, what are they 
going to think about this decision. And what happens if I take my trade off sooner than my target? You know, I'm going to have a thousand questions about that. You know, as a live streamer, those types of things, you have no idea what that's like. And when you do it, it causes many times chaos. It causes distractions and any little distraction. Like I'm a dog that chases cars. Okay. If you give me an opportunity to chase something, <laughs> I'm going to do it. So for me, I want you to understand there's twofold reason why I'm going to be doing the live stream sessions the way I'm going to be doing it. Number one, I'm not going to put you into a trade. Okay. I'm not going to do that because number one, you're all going to see that I'm going to be watching it live, real time data, and you'll hear me talk about it and where I think the market's going to go. So it's going to be one sidedness. Okay. I'm not going to be doing what you see these folks on Twitter and Facebook and you know, Instagram. They draw their little diagrams where it could go up like this or it could go down like that. To me, that's a waste of time. And I'm not here to beat up on any of those individuals that do that. You know who they are <laughs> in the community. Uh, I think it would be beneficial if you're going to take the time to do it, just cosign and just say, this is the side I think it's going to do a run to buy side or it's going to run to sell side. And if you're wrong, so what? Who cares? It's okay. You're going to do it wrong. You're going to do it wrong. You're going to have transactions that don't pan out, that are profitable. And it doesn't mean you can't trade. It doesn't mean that your system's flawed. It doesn't mean that you won't eventually become long-term consistent. It just means that individual decision didn't pan out for you. And that's okay. That's one of the main takeaways I want you to understand when we sit down together. And I'm only going to do two a week. So I'm going to try to find something that's medium impact and high impact. And we're going to work with those drivers. Okay, the entirety of 2023, I don't want to be living on YouTube. I don't want to be living in the charts in front of everybody. And I don't want to be living on Twitter. And I don't want to be, you know, living in, you know, any kind of forum or social media capacity. Okay, I want to be free spirited. And I want you to understand that when I sit down with y'all, it's for your edifications, for you to understand what we're doing. The other reason why I won't be entering the trades in front of you, but you're going to know exactly what I'm expecting. I'm going to read it as it's happening. Now, what does that mean? Before I go any further, if you look at what I did today on the E-mini S&P, okay, I did uh, several trades throughout the day and um, what would have been equivalent of about $9,500 and there was no losing trades. There was hardly any drawdown and you're welcome to see that. I'll, I'll share you a tweet on it, let you see what the, uh, the whole day looked like. But you watched this morning, and then you seen me outline what it was I was doing. I was typing it all out. I was mapping it out on a one-minute chart. Now, for some of you that are new, okay, so maybe this is the first time you've ever listened to a Twitter space by me, and I'm not as animated as I normally am. Today, I just want to make sure I have your attention so that we would know what we're doing, what we're getting involved in in 2023. And trust me, there's going to be a whole lot of excitement and hype because when you start seeing what I'm going to do, <laughs> it's, going to it's going to be hard for you not to be excited. And that's fine. It's, it's going to be fun. My whole interactive work with you next year is going to help you learn. It's going to build your confidence in yourself because you're going to have me in the corner. I'm going to be team captain. Even though this isn't a team sport, I'm going to be team captain, playing quarterback, Okay, and I'm going to tell you what the play is. Now, that play isn't going to jive with some of you because some of you aren't going to be looking for 
the type of setup that I might be talking about at that moment. That's not the importance. Okay. The importance is to see, like, for instance, if you haven't watched the video I've uploaded on YouTube today, it's less than three minutes or no, that's not that. It's like three minutes and 15 seconds or 18 seconds. It's less than four minutes, put it that way. I'm trying to cater to the give it to me right now crowd. And <laughs> you're going to see by having that type of teaching, it doesn't do it for you. You want to be entertained, but that's fine. But I want to educate people. I want you to really understand by the end of next year, my goal is for all of you that are here right now listening, going into it. My goal is for you not to need ICT. You're not going to need me to talk about what the market's going to do. You're not going to need me to know how to go in and find the right market. You're not going to need me to tell you which currency pair to be trading right now. You're not going to need me to tell you what the bias is. You're not going to need to learn what the narrative is. You're going to walk the entire year, just like I do with every single private mentorship group I've ever taken in. You're going to have that experience every single week, except for Easter. And I think, uh, well, the normal holiday schedule, you know, but you're going to have a whole year experience that way you'll see the quarterly shifts. You'll see the ebbs and flow. You'll know when the high probability conditions are there. And you'll also hear it right from the horse's mouth when the probabilities are extremely low and why I need to wait for more information. So that way you're not going to see an impulsive mentor that just simply has to get out there and perform because I have spectators watching. So I have to entertain them. I don't care about entertaining you. I want to make sure that you're learning how to do this independently. And guess what this is going to cost you? Time. Effort. You don't need a credit card. You don't need a PayPal. You don't need to have any kind of you know, coupons. Nothing. There's none of that stuff. I don't have to do discounts. I don't have to take anything off because the price is your time. And how much you put into it, that's going to dictate how much of a result you're going to get. And at the end of next year, I'm going to do an open forum where everybody can say, okay, this is what you were able to do with what you learned this year. And I know some of you are going to be in there pushing a button based on the things I'm saying. If you do that, I promise you, you will not learn. You will not learn the way that you should be learning without any money attached to it. So let me go back and refer back to what I was doing this morning on YouTube. Take the actual executions out of it. And everything I was saying, that's what I'm going to be doing with the market's printing price. I'm going to give you one-minute candle, five-minute candle, play-by-play. Play. What I like, what I think it should do, everything. If someone can't do that, then guess what? They don't know what they're doing, right? So uh, I'm going to kill this whole cherry-picking narrative that these people out here that have an issue with me because they can't do what I do. And they can't grow their own audience. And they can't share the Robin's Cup account number and prove that they're in there because I'm waiting for you, Vinny. That whole show is going to go to the wayside this year. It's absolutely going to get smashed. I'm going to show you how you can do this. And you don't need to sign up for anybody's service. Nobody's mentorship, not even mine. You won't even have to come to my YouTube channel. <laughs> you won't ever have to come in there after next year. You won't have to do it. Because in 2024, I don't want to be doing videos, folks. So in 2023, I'm elevating all of you. I'm going to do my utmost best, but you have to listen. You have to follow the rules and you have to do exactly what I say. If you don't do that, you will not have the results you're probably looking for. So I know some of you are hard 
impressed and you're in dire straits and you just simply want to push a button because you know that what I'm teaching works. And if I'm going to be sitting out here calling the market live minute by minute, this is where it's going to go to. This is what it should not do. This is what it should be a good place for a reaction here. Okay. The words I'm going to be using are very, very important because I'm not going to get out here and call the market and sit in an account, whether you would see it or wouldn't be seeing it. I'm not going to front run any of my orders because I know my community is large. And in the beginning, there may not be a whole lot of people on the live streams, but when word gets around what I'm doing, it's going to be big. So I don't want to ever be accused of, oh, look at he's doing. He's calling a big move in the S&P, and he's putting his order in before he tells us about it. And then when everybody pumps it up, he's going to sell out and make money. I am absolutely not doing that. That's the reason why I'm not pushing a button. That's the number one reason why I'm not doing that. You're not going to get me in a situation where I'm going to be accused of or have to answer for any of that crap. Okay. <laughs> it's a, I don't need that. Okay. I don't need to do that. I don't need all of you to push the market for me. I'll push the market. Okay. I don't need any of you to help me do that. And you'll see it. You'll understand what I'm doing. But the whole importance is, is for you to learn without the impulsiveness of whether or not the market's going to provide you a win or help you not have such a large losing position. So in other words, you're taking that need to be right out of it. That has to be there, folks. If you don't do this the right way, which is just simply observing, annotating, okay? I'm going to prompt you to take screenshots periodically. When I'm doing the live sessions, I'm going to say, okay, screenshot this right now. Now, if you can't watch it live, it's okay. Because you're going to be watching real-time data on one of my templates as it's being shown real-time on my end. So you're going to get it better than Market Replay. Market Replay has its place, but it's not going to be as beneficial as seeing something live and understanding why that candlestick should perform a specific way. Why shouldn't this area be revisited? Why should price gravitate now with speed and magnitude to another level of liquidity? I'm going to outline that live in front of the entire world, okay? I'm gonna prove that these markets are absolutely controlled. And it's through an algorithm, and you're also gonna see who knows what. And that's all I'm going to say. You're just simply going to be a spectator with note taking and focus and ready to hit the screenshot. Now, it ain't going to be like real quick. You know, you're know, you not going to be prepared for it. I'm going to tell you, get ready because I'm going to tell you when to take a screenshot of something. Because I want you to be able to capture that, that second or moment when it happens. Because those moments, exactly when I say that you're going to be doing it, you want to have those in your journal. Because that's where those setups are in the marketplace. That's what it looks like. Everybody comes to me when I was taking mentorship students in. And no, I'm not doing that. Okay, As you can hear, I'm giving you my all in 2023 with the anticipation that I don't have to do this anymore. I don't have to make videos for anybody. I don't need to do any kind of courses for anybody. I got four books. Four books in the making. One's a fiction. It's about a trader that it's fictional. And I have three instru instructional books that will answer order block theory. It's going to cover everything so that way everybody understands that it's mine. 
Okay. That's my gift to the community. Once I'm done with that, I'm done. I'm going to go back to being a recluse and just doing what I intended to do as a 50 year old man, just chill, fish, trade, do whatever I want to do. And I don't think that I'm going to be needed once I deliver what I'm going to deliver in 2023. Okay. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be beneficial to a lot of you. But if you go in with expectations that, oh, ICT is going to tell me when to buy, when to sell, you're going to be frustrated. And you want to learn how to do this without me. You don't want to rely on me. You don't want to rely on anybody. You don't want to be out there looking for some other system because I'm going to show you the market. I'm going to pull back the veil and I'm going to show you the real market maker. I'm going to show you the real algorithm. I'm going to show you how you can read this tape better than anything else out there, period, bar none. I don't care who they are, how long they've been doing it, what they've been able to do in the past, whatever, I don't care. I'm going to be my own lane and I'm going to be showing you what you don't know. In the anticipation of seeing these setups, knowing what we're looking for, what should it do? Every week, you're going to be looking for one good setup. One good setup, and I'm going to be using the economic calendar to help frame that condition. So that way, much like when I was on Baby Pips, I was really promoting the idea that you don't really need a whole lot. When I came out with my very first thread, um, what every new and aspiring Forex trader wants to know, uh, that thread, the first post, I was really just building the idea that you, know, you see these folks out there, they have their guppy system. That was the big thing. VSA, you know. Um, all that stuff was real popular on baby pips. Nobody was really making any money with any of that stuff, but it it made people want to watch and, and read the threads that were being produced about it. But nobody was really showing any kind of executions. Nobody could do anything with any of it. But, you know, much like everything else, there's, there's going to be a flavor of the month, flavor of the year, whatever. And right now, and you can see on YouTube that, you know, Smart Mind Concepts, my whole life's work, uh, ICT stuff, it's it's pretty popular. And I want to kind of go out in 2023 with that. When I produce what I'm going to produce for you and sit with you as your real mentor, walking through these charts with you live, not recorded, not going to be using market replay. The data will be real. If you subscribe to TradingView, and I do not get anything for this, okay? I'm not getting any kind of kickback, nothing, okay? But if you want to verify everything I'm doing, which is what you should be doing. You should have a live stream through TradingView for the E-minis. E-mini S&P, E-mini s and I'm sorry, E-mini S&P and E-mini NASDAQ. Those two markets is what I'm going to focus on the entirety of the year. Okay, I'm not going to be focusing on trading currencies because I already told you I've pulled away from that. I will include Forex in my analysis. So I know some of you are like, man, can you just go back to Forex, please? I'll talk about Forex. I'll tell you what I think my opinion is about where they're going to go and what the draw on liquidity is. And you simply use the model that I've already provided this year for free and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I promise you, if you just stick to that and you'll see that there's a whole lot of stuff that I teach. There's a lot of concepts, there's a lot of tools, a lot of processes, and it can be overwhelming. It can make you feel like, man, I, what am I supposed to do with all this stuff? Right. You had a taste of what it was like to be in private mentorship. It was designed to teach everything I was willing to teach, 
But then also you had the obligation to put it together for a specific model. And I gave more or less foundational models to build off of. And then I made one real short and sweet for the community at large, which was really for my daughter. And that's what was the 2022 model. I'm going to be focusing on the 2022 model. So that way everybody can see that, oh, I'm not going to be just doing other things to, to find a setup that works right now and ignore what I've taught. I'm going to show you how to use what you learned this year. You don't need anything else. My private group are going to see the benefit of that too. And you're going to find consistency. You're going to find longevity by looking for one thing to repeat. It's an easy process once you let go of all of these things that you have in your mind that you think consistent trading is. Some of you want to try to do what I do, trade on every possible PD array. I only do that to broaden the, the intention to not just limiting yourself to that 2022 model because, I mean, I'm the author of this stuff, much like when I have my 2019 Corvette out. I, I love... I love the, the attention I get from that car. Even though I have a 2021 Corvette, the 2021 Corvette gets a whole lot more attention because it's a, you know, it's a poor man's Ferrari. Let's call it what it is until I get the Z06. And then we're going to smash some Ferraris. <laughs> V10 on a V8, it's getting smoked. But nonetheless, because I've made this content and I've spent my entire whole life doing it, uh, when I see other people just like one particular pattern, my ego and my pride doesn't let me let them just see that. So I like to over deliver. I like to show other things and I'll demonstrate that kind of stuff in live market trades with real money so that we understand something. Uh, when I say live executions, that's with real data. That's not market replay type thing. But if I'm saying I'm trading with real money, you're going to see it. You're going to see the real money, okay? But when we're doing live sessions, no more than two a week, they're going to be planned. You're going to know what we're looking for. You're going to know what I'm looking for the night before because we're going to be doing analysis. So that way you understand how to go into it. You ain't going to feel like, oh, i got to get up and trade London because it might do this. Who cares? Who cares? We're going to be operating around the morning session. We'll close up shop around 11 o'clock in the morning. And there it is. We'll have anywhere between two hours or 90 minute sessions twice a week. That's palatable. Anybody can do that. Okay. Anybody can be a, you know, around their cell phone. Okay. Where I'm, I'm talking in your ear, you get one of your little earbuds, you know what you're going to do. <laughs> you're going to have one of your earbuds in at your job and you're going to be pretending you're working, but you're going to be listening to me in your ear. Okay. And then you're going to be looking over your phone, seeing what the market's doing right then. And, there. and that's how it's going to be. Majority of the morning is going to be me waiting for the next reason to talk about what it's going to do. Now, obviously I'm a motor mouth. I can talk and talk and talk and talk. I don't want to be doing that during the live session. I only want to be talking when it's salient to what the market's doing right now. Now I'm going to lead in anticipation what the market's likely to do. So that way you can borrow my anticipatory skills and experience. So that way you'll see this is what it should be doing. We're waiting for this to happen. If this happens, we would expect the market to go up to this candle here or this fair value gap or this liquidity. And then it should deliver this way. And I'll take your attention to the next area where it's going to go. If there is no algorithm 
I won't be able to do that. If I don't know what I'm doing, I won't be able to do that. You don't need me to push a button, okay? If you go through the process of watching the tape with me, you're going to see how easy it is to find one good setup a week. One good setup a week. Listen, folks. Listen. You don't need anything more than that. You don't need 16 trades, okay? You don't need 40 contracts over leveraging in a discount broker and market replay. Not really making money. You don't need to do those things. Don't pursue that. Do one contract. Do one contract and get 25 handles for the week. You don't think that can change your entire life? It can. What happens if you just make, oh, I don't know, $1,000 a week? Just with one contract. After costs and commissions, and maybe you had a couple losing trades throughout the week. What if you just net $1,000? Right now, if that's what you were able to do four weeks out of a month, would you right now, because of what you see me do, and maybe other students, or maybe other educators, other people and influencers, are, are you going to be allowing those individuals and myself to influence you to want to do more? I want you to think about that. Before we start in 2023, you need to fix those things. Because that's not something good. That's going to be a hindrance. Because if I'm influencing you, if my students influence you, or other traders or educators or would-be mentors or trolls are influencing you to make you do something beyond what is easy. What's easy? $1,000 a week. That is easy. That is easy, easy, easy with one contract. And folks, that can change anybody's life anyone and it might be too high for some of you you might be thinking well you know if i could just do 500 hours a week if i could just do a thousand dollars a month man the changes in my life what would that really bring for me is peace and stress of all these things that's piling up on me it could diminish if i could just do that right that's all i'm saying don't don't go into 2023 thinking I'm going to flip my FTML account. If you do that, I guarantee you, you will be pissing and moaning in my comment section, in the, in the video section comments. You're going to be on Twitter crying blues because I wish I would have listened to that podcast or that stream you did on the 28th of December. You even told me what was going to happen and I still did it. I don't want to hear or see any of that stuff. It's easy to avoid. It's real easy to avoid. You have to have a routine. You have to have a spirit of expectation that this is what you are trying to do. When you get that, you stop. You don't try to do more. You don't care what everybody else is doing, what I'm doing. This is what you're trying to carve out for your family. Ends have to be met. Pride and ego and image has nothing to do with that. Has absolutely nothing to do with it. You're starting a brand new year. You have the opportunity to sit down with someone who's been doing this for three decades. I promise you, you are going to learn. You're going to learn how to do this, how to navigate. And you're also going to feel comfortable when you don't need to be doing something. You're going to see that, okay, I, you know, I don't see anything here. There may be a day where we set up the opportunity to sit in front of the charts together. 
and the market does something that changes my entire outlook. I'm going to explain why it did that. And then we may not do anything. And we close the session. This is what's going to happen. The folks that have no interest in learning how to be independent and an independent thinker, they're going to be the ones that bitch. They're going to be the ones that cry the blues. Oh, well, if he was so good, get up the road with that. Okay. I'm not in here trying to take guesses. I'm not here. I'm not a gambler. I'm not a good gambler. Okay. I want the things that I look for to be in my favor, aggressively in my favor. Not, well, if it's 50 50, I'm going to see how good I can be about guessing. I don't want that. And you shouldn't want that either. Think about it. When you push that button, when you get to the point where if you ever decide to trade with live funds, and I'm never going to tell you to do that, but if you make that decision to do it, when you push that button or when you're about to push that button, do you have a spouse? Do you have a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a child, a dependent? I want you to think about them right before you push that button because what you're doing is going to have a direct impact on them. You're either going to defer a lifestyle or you're going to invite stress and ruin. Think about that. How many times have you ever considered doing that right now or maybe in the past year and the times that you pushed the button known damn well you shouldn't have been messing around with it. I'm going to talk about those things in retrospect and real time. I don't want to be talking about wartime stories about I did this, I did that, because if I do that, I won't be watching the price and I won't be able to read it. So for the most part, it's going to be a very boring session until there's something to be focusing on. That's how real trading is. You know, I'm not in here playing light shows and neon flashing lights and all kinds of stupid stuff. Okay. I'm not trying to entertain you. It's not a rave. Okay. I'm taking you into the markets. I'm leading you into this jungle, and the expectation is you're going to come out knowing better how to navigate it, and you're going to spend months with me throughout the year, and you're going to grow in your understanding. You're going to see things that you didn't think was a big deal. They are, and you're going to be thinking about the things you thought was a big deal. They aren't. That's what it's like to be mentored, walking hand in hand with somebody that knows how to do it. I'm not going to be having something pop up on my screen where you don't even know why it's popping up. Alerts and things like that. I'm going to tell you in the logic why this market should do this or that before it happens. And then when it paints in your chart, you'll be a witness. Okay. There's been so many different styles of trading that when I first started as a 20-year-old, I delved into all of it. There hasn't been anything out there that I have not done. And I'm going to tell you something. The model or the system is not the answer. That's not the secret, okay? If someone learned how to control themselves and the decision-making process was just flipping a quarter and heads would be buying and tails would be going short, as long as you manage the money impeccably, and you were aggressive about making sure your losses never grew and you let your winners run. That's a, that's a winning system. Now, no one's going to buy the book or the course for that. 
But if you take the logic that I'm going to show you each week, when to pick the market to do this, when to pick up the market to go this way. In other words, bias, narrative. Why should it do this? Why should it be using this economic news driver to be doing whatever I anticipate it's going to do? And here's the other thing. Here's the advantages of being with someone that's been doing for a long time. I'm going to go in, and you've seen this twice now with CPI this year. And this is exactly the reason why I don't trade or teach my students to trade ahead of the CPI number because it's absolutely an avalanche. Okay, It'll blow up in your face or bury you. It's one-sided, it's immediate, and it's unforgiving. So I've never, I have never been able to decipher a high probability before CPI comes out. It's like FOMC. You just, you don't want to do it. Okay. You don't want to do it because you don't know what they're going to do with manual intervention. They could have some kind of news event, you know, or a release that says the market should be doing this. And the common consensus would be, okay, this should drive the market lower. And all of a sudden CPI or something to the effect like that, it goes vertical, a hundred and some handles. How do you prepare for that? You can't. So how do you prevent it? You just don't touch it. You wait for the market to do that, and then you look for your opportunities, okay? So there may be opportunities where we sit down, and my pre-market analysis and the things I'm expecting to see doesn't pan out, or something changes right then and there. You'll be able to see at that moment what changes my mind about the new opportunity or the lack thereof. And admittedly, I may not be able to divulge that because we're going to be looking at five and one minute charts. Uh, that whole experience has to be, in other words, it's going to evolve through that whole transition of, okay, what I see in the, in the chart, what I expect, and then what changes that? Once I get a feel for it, then I'll say, okay, our bias is now shifted to this. And then my, I'll, I'll take your attention to with the little eyeball icon I usually you know, show on my charts and my videos where this is the draw on liquidity. Your, your focus is there. So when I apply that on the chart, what you're training yourself to do is read every single individual candle after I do that and trust that these candles will continuously paint in that direction. And every time it goes up into a premium array, if it's bearish, it will react a specific way. And right now it's going to feel like, what does that mean? You're going to see it. You're going to see it. You're going to see it. You're going to experience it. And you're going to be able to glean the very things that you don't understand right now because you haven't had this experience. You haven't had someone sit down and explain to you why the market's going to do exactly what you watched me do with it this morning. You're going to have that experience. I can't wait to share it. That's why I mentioned today on Twitter, you know, February's taking too long. <laughs> but, you know, this whole experience is my last gift to all of you in this community. Okay. Um, everything will stay on YouTube. I'm not taking anything down, but I really don't want to be doing videos in 2024. As much fun as it is hanging out with all of you and, and doing all these things. Um, you know, I'm 50. Okay. I, I'm trying to do things in the, the fall of my life. And before I get to the winter where I can't do much at all, I, I want to be doing a lot of things, you know, this year and into in 2024. And it's going to require time. And that means no time for making videos. That means no time for Twitter spaces. That means focusing on my wife and I and our children that are about to you know, leave the nest. You know, we're, we're literally just 
a couple of years away from empty nesters. And as much as I am excited to see my children succeed, I'm a little anxious. I don't know how I'm going to take that. So we have a lot of things planned to try to keep our mind off of that type of stuff. But I think that the folks that are here in this community that I've built with all of your help, there's been no advertising. There's been no advertising campaigns, no Facebook ads, no YouTube ads. It's all been organic. And I think that's amazing. That's a testimony to us as a community. And it's also a testimony to the concepts themselves. And for that, I am absolutely ecstatic. I'm so appreciative that you have lent me your time, your ear, your, your heart to try to pursue something that I believe is second to none. And when you have this skill set, and you will have this skill set, you'll understand what it feels like to not worry about your job. You won't have to worry about you know, things going up, inflation. Things are going to keep going up, folks. It, you know, My grandparents complained about things going up. It's, it's going to keep going up. Your kids are going to complain about things going up, too. That's, this is the way it is. Things don't stay cheap. But you're going to have a skill set. That if you do the right things and you control yourself, you have the unique opportunity to outpace inflation. That should be comforting. It should be motivational for you to not try to do things on a shortcut basis. There's a lot of folks out there that take my lectures and my, my things on my YouTube channel and they try to condense it down to learn ICT's mentorship in five minutes. Okay. Let me see 10 people that have made money with your five-minute trainer version of what I've taught. They can't. You might have one-hit wonders like anything else, like a book. You, know, you watch a video or you read a book and you think, okay, I figured it out. And that was the trap I experienced. You know, I went out there, bought this Goober's book, you know, Ken Roberts, and I thought I understood it. You know, it's trend lines, man. It's one, two, three tops and bottoms. It's easy. I know how to do this. And I lost half my money in the first trade overnight. And that was it. <laughs> I pulled out and had to restart in 1993. That experience of trying to cater to the right now crowd. Okay. If you're part of that crowd that says, get to the point, I'm going to tell you something right now. It would be better for you not to even listen to me. Don't even listen to me. Go run off and chase the people that are going to try to tell you they're going to teach it to you sooner, quicker, and faster. Simpler. That's the easy, that's the, that's the new twist on ICT. Smart money concepts taught to you in a five-minute trainer. I'm going to teach you this. It's going to be easy. I'm going to do this and do it. Go stop listening to me. Go watch their stuff. Spend time with them. Lose your money and then come back and you'll be better equipped to learn from me. Because if you are the right now, give me to me right now, crowd, get to the point, ICT. If you are any of those individuals in this audience members, you aren't ready. I promise you, you are not ready. You need to suffer. You need to have some pain. You need to have something put on your ass. So that way you know that this was not the right way to do it. Let me go back to the source. And then you'll be able to listen to my lectures and you'll understand. Oh, yeah. If I just want to listen to this guy. <laughs> exactly. But some of you need to learn the hard lessons the hard way. And that's fine. I had to do the same thing. I was stubborn. I was stupid. And 20-year-old, I'm going to be the exception. No, I wasn't. The only thing was, is I did it more stylish, okay? <laughs> when I lost money, it was impressive. The, the idea of, of trying to do this without damaging yourself, that should be 
encouraging for you. That should be a, a goal. You don't want to be doing the things that I did and people like me years ago when we didn't have mentorships. You know, we didn't have people that could sit down and spend time and hours of their life giving it to you, an undeserving individual, all of you. All of you are undeserving, not just of my time, but anybody out there that's willing to sit down and teach and divulge what they have gone through. Whether they're a good person or they're a bad person, you're not entitled to any of this. That's the thing that, that, that drives me nuts because you young folks, and my, my daughter's one of them, okay? She thinks that she should have it easier because, you know, she should have it easier. No, she shouldn't. And she doesn't like that being told to her. And some of you don't like that. When I remind you, it's the dad in me that's coming out and telling you, you shouldn't expect it to be easy. You should expect it to be hard. And you should be thankful that it is hard because you're going to be an exceptional, exceptional individual once you learn how to do this. You're not going to be cut from the same cloth. You're going to be able to do things that the average person can't do. And where everybody else is relying on, hope they keep me employed. I hope they don't find me redundant next week. And you get your pink slip and you can't now pay your bills when everything's extremely expensive right now. That to me is terrifying. If I had to work like I had to do as a young man, doing menial jobs, running a Domino's, delivering pizzas for Domino's, you know, doing all those types of things, working at sub shops. I did all those types of things. Teenager working at Popeye's Chicken, Taco Bell. I did all that stuff. I just didn't work at McDonald's. <laughs> and I didn't work at New Burger King. Sorry. But I did all those things. And I know what it's like to go through that kind of low point where this is all you can do. Going through school, trying to get some skills. But this is all I could do. Because of scheduling in school, you know, classes, you know, you know how it is. When you get out of high school and you got to go into the real world and you still continue your education, it's hard. It is really hard. And then you add to it, you have a child or maybe more. Then you have to balance a relationship too, if that's going on. You're going to have to sit down with your spouse, your significant other, and sit down and really schedule time. That's the other reason why I'm only doing two days, because I can burn you out real quick. Real quick. It's going to be easy for a lot of you to tap out even with two days. I expect it. I had a lot of people come into my mentorships and tap out because they were like, wow, this is a whole lot more involved than I thought. And I thought it was going to be easy. <laughs> no, no. Because you have to compete against yourself. Who's constantly going to be reminding yourself that this probably isn't going to be for you. What if this doesn't work for me? What if I can't do it? You're going to entertain those thoughts. And some of you that are weak-minded are going to listen to that. And you're going to tap out. And you're going to walk away. And you're going to prolong this whole endeavor. Because you're going to go out there and mess around with stuff that doesn't work. You're going to get caught up in doing something. You're going to chase funded accounts. You're going to blow them. You're not even going to get them. I'm, I'm going to tell you something right now. You want to pass a funded account challenge? You want the surest way that you're going to pass a funded account challenge? You walk the entire year with me next year. And I guarantee you, you're going to walk out there and get whatever size account you want. That's my guarantee. You have to listen, though. You want $500,000, $350,000, $150,000, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just a number. It's just a number. But I'm going to show you what to do with it once you get it. 
because some of you guys out there and gals, you find your way into Vegas City trading. Okay, you're doing the, the boardwalk shuffle with your trades, rolling the dice, just trying to get through that little bit of a process of getting to the funded part. And then you think, well, you know, I got to do these high roller trades because, you know, that's what everybody else is doing. ICT's got students making $70,000, getting in the number two spot on FTML. You know, I got to outdo that or I'm not winning. No, you don't. Who said you have to do that? Listen. Let me, let me paint a picture for you for a second, okay? Slow your roll. Let's say you get a funded 100000 You don't have 100000 but you have the ability to work with a prop firm. I'm not telling you which one because I'm not doing any deals, and they're still reaching out to me saying, can you do a deal with us, and can you put an ad on, our, on your video? No, don't ask me again. I don't rep brokers, and I don't rep funded account prop firms. I don't do that. If that's the route you're going to go, let's just say you have $100,000 that you're funded with. What's wrong with just aiming for 1.5% for the week and making $100,000 over the course of the year and not even working hard to do it? See, you all do funny money math like you didn't go to school. You're all trying to do Olympic-sized feats. Like you're all trying to win the Robins Cup with these FTML accounts. <laughs> when you look at the uh, Robins account, you know, tracker taking Larry Williams and a handful of other folks out of there, the average returns around 200 and some percent, anywhere between 175 to 225%. That's amazing returns. I mean, that's great returns. In this industry, that's phenomenal. Now, a competitive trader would look at that and, well, 200%, that's nothing. That's true. But we're talking about making ends meet. We're talking about building longevity, not running an Olympic feat. How many times do the same Olympic winners compete and win year after year after year? You don't see it. They come out there, they work their ass off, they do exceptionally well, they may even break a record. But that's it. You have Michael Phelps. I mean, he's probably the exception to you know, this rule, maybe. But even him, he's not doing it. You know, after when he did his uh, multiple gold medal, that was it. So you don't want your trading to be like Olympics. You want easy, consistent, no pressure type of trading. It's about making money. It's not about influencing and making friends. Okay, on social media because that's what everybody thinks trading is today. It's the young crowd and the, 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 the influencers. And I'm in this group. I'm not trying to say I don't because I, I know how to bark. I can build a crowd easy. I don't need to advertise. I don't need to do any of that stuff. I don't have to threaten my students to rep me or I'm going to cancel their subscription. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, if you're able to do it, wonderful. I don't go out there and say, go out there and prove to the world and say, I, you know, I taught you. No. My students show themselves because they know how to do it and they're proud. But you want to be able to go into this with the proper mindset, not building up some unrealistic expectation on yourself. Because all you're doing when you do that and you make it social media equity curve, the MyFX books, the I got to get on this 
FTMO leaderboard. Who gives a shit about that? If you're literally sitting down listening to me and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to go through the ICT mentorship in 2023 and I'm going to get my funded account and I'm going to totally smash the FTMO leaderboard. I'm going to be the highest payout in history in FTMO. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Because if you aren't able to do that right now, that sure as hell isn't going to be the end result of you being with me in 2023. And I'm going to tell you why. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're going to push when you don't even have your edge. You're going to push when you don't have the experience. You're going to push when you don't have the mindset to allow for imperfection. As soon as you go into one trade losing, boop, you go into a tailspin. And it's going to become two trades that's lost. And you're going to feel like, oh, no, i got to get it back. And you're going to push and push and push and push. And then all of a sudden, you're going to blow that FTML account. You're going to blow that whatever. FTMO is coming to the forefront of my mind. I don't know why. But I know there's other companies out there. And I'm not saying FTMO is good because I don't know. I don't have any experience with any of them. I have no interest in doing them. I have people that would say, hey, you know what's going to really prove to the world you know what you're doing? Get up on the leaderboard in the FTMO. Why? What does that mean? How about I just run a live account and then show you? <laughs> How's that work for you live? How's that work? Okay, is that better? Because to me, that's that's better. Because I could get lucky like anybody else and find their way up on a leaderboard. Call every single individual candle. You know, the entire session. Map out the entire narrative of the morning session. That's understanding. That's prowess. And that's what I'm going to lend to you this year. But when I'm done this, I'm done teaching. I'm done, okay? I'm not saying I won't make videos. I just won't be doing them at the, at the pace that you're used to seeing because I'll have other things in my personal life I want to do. But if you have that funded account of $100,000 and you're aiming for 1.5% for the week on one good setup, that one setup that makes so much sense that all other setups for the week, you're not interested in. You're not interested in any other day. This is the day it should be doing this particular thing, what particular thing. You're going to understand that by being with me throughout the year in 2023. Oh, if you know what you're talking about, you should be able to explain it right now. I can, but you're not going to understand what I mean by it. It's going to be a low resistance liquidity run. What is that? Well, it's in the mentorship I already put up on the YouTube channel. But you don't have the experience of sitting there with someone that's going to outline what it looks like, why I should do it, and then calling it before it happens live. That's the only way you learn it, by having your nose in the chart, watching real-time data print. That's tape reading. No entries, no demo, nothing. No pushing of any kind of button. You need to log that real-time market price delivery. And this is the part that every single one of my unsuccessful students, just like every other teacher out there, they have, they have students. Bruce Lee, as amazing as he was, Every one of his students didn't become a Jackie Chan, okay? They didn't become, you know, some wildly profitable, uh, profitable movie star or excellent tactician in martial arts. I'm no exception to that rule. Humans are human. I'm the same person today that was this goober 20-year-old that thought he was going to figure it out just by watching or reading a book. 
that had no real insight about what the market was doing and why it would do it. I trusted squiggly lines. That's all I did. And I trusted that these people lied and said they made so much money, but they were a flash in the pan wins. That's why there was only 12 people in the cassette tape that I heard as case study results. And it was the same cassette tape that he would keep pushing out year after year. Where's the new, where's the new people that made money? It's like the Tim Sykes, you know? How many millionaires did he make? I think he's only made two that I know of. And I don't know their names. And I might be wrong, but I know he's supposedly got one millionaire student. And he never made more money than he's ever claimed from his bar mitzvah money. So, you know, how's that a sales pitch? Sale, sales pitch for penny stocks it shouldn't exist because that's garbage. You shouldn't be trading any of that stuff. And I have so many rabbit trails I can go down right now. <laughs> anyway. 100,000, you're trying to aim for one good setup, 1.5% for the week. That's an easy, low-hanging fruit. What would it look like for some of you that have been here long enough to know, you know what a low-resistance liquidity run signature would look like in price? Well, this morning, if you look at the E-mini S&P setup, that was a low-resistance liquidity run signature. That running into that fair value gap and bullish breaker, that was a no-brainer into that sell side. That was so easy to see. So easy. And it worked like gangbusters. Not trying to be pro, prideful and boastful, but let's call it what it is, folks. Everything in the market that I recorded and mapped out was being typed out. Try to do that with another market going the opposite direction. All that annotation, real time, nobody can do that. Okay, You can't be divided in your mind. I, I couldn't I couldn't personally because I can't focus like that. I have to have extreme focus where nobody can talk to me when I'm doing it. And that's why I do so well in recorded because I'm not having any distraction. If someone's like even my own son, like when we're sitting together and I'm explaining things, sometimes he'll say, dad, what is, and then right then and there, my concentration is completely broken and I'm looking at him and he's like, all right, I'm sorry. And it takes me minutes, if not the rest of the morning to get back in sync because I'm yoked up out of gear and I can't concentrate. So it's very difficult for me to do that. I look like I'm infallible because I'm providing myself the proper environment. I know where my problems are. I know where my pitfalls are. Okay. So if I invite people to ask me why am I doing this and why you can, all of that can be answered later on. Let me dazzle you with the precision, okay? And we can answer all those questions after the fact because you're going to see that it's, it's already in the teachings on my YouTube channel. I'm not going to have to create something new and like, oh, well, you didn't teach that. No, I taught it. And it's using the very logic that you learned. It's not morphing into something totally new. It's something that repeats over and over again, as you would expect if there is an algorithm. Not algorithms. It's one algorithm. One. It delivers price, and there's certain times of the day, certain days of the week, and certain instances where these signatures are so overwhelmingly obvious what they're doing. It's not obvious to the lay people that are dabbling in trading. You know, the guy that painted my house, or let's just say it this way, the contractor that hired the subcontractors that painted my house, $39,000, $39,000 to paint, you know, a little bit over 8,000 square foot home. 
And I didn't have everything painted. Like the, the closets didn't need to be painted. And you're probably saying, what the hell is he talking about now? But the, the guy overcharged. Okay. And apparently I'm not the only one that was facing something like that. I've looked at several other people. My wife has a TikTok account and people are complaining and bitching how you know, painters are saying, you know, one room is $8,000 and this, that, and thing. And it's extremely expensive. So I can imagine for people that don't do well, and they just have their you know, regular nine to five job or whatever, and they have a family and all these things have increased. I can't imagine how the average person is doing this anymore today. Like, I don't know. But my point in bringing all that up is, and it sounded like I was bragging, right? But I wasn't. I was complaining that even with all the money I have, $40,000 almost just to paint the house in, inside and not the entirety of the house, just the main surface walls, the things that had a lot of high traffic and such. That's a lot of money, even for me. The guy that I hired, which was Serta Pro Painters. Let me just tell you this right now. Don't ever use them because I could have offered these people to come in. This is what I should have done. Have them come in and paint one of the rooms, one of the bedrooms. Okay. And as soon as the subcontractors come in, I love them. They were great. They were good workers, very honest people. And I should have said to them, look, give me your business card because that's what I did. <laughs> I, I got rooked on the whole contract, you know, to do a whole house and such, but I should have done this. Ask them to come in and paint one room. If I like what you did with that one room, I'll let you do the rest of the house. But really, that would have been an invitation to come in and say, okay, I want to see how you do. And then I'm going to hire you. And I'll be the contractor that, si that signed you on as the subcontractor to do my house and not have to pay the exorbitants. Of, I, I was under an impression that Sort of Pro had its own painters. And they do, but most of their work is subbed out. So trust me, there's a point in all this. But this is a life lesson for some of you. I could have hired these individuals and probably paid less than half and they would have done the same amount of work, the same level of workmanship. And they would have been much more appreciative because I would have gave them the job and they wouldn't have to rely on this other guy. Now this other guy literally walked in my house with his shoes on and I fucking flipped out. I was like, dude, you don't come in my house with shoes on. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, take your fucking shoes off. Don't just apologize. Take your fucking shoes off and get out of my house. So he takes his shoes off. He's walking around, you know, prices the job and such. And he says, you know, what do you do? I said, um, I'm in the markets. And how, you know, how long is this job going to take? He would answer the question and come back to, you know, what do you do in the markets? And I'm like, well, I've, I've traded stock, stock options. I've traded stock index futures. I've traded commodities. I've traded bonds. I've traded Forex. I've traded index. I'm not index, uh, currency futures. Yeah, I've done all of it except for crypto. And he's like, that's what I wanted to ask you about. I kind of figured you were one of those crypto guys. <laughs> no, trust me, dude. <laughs> I am not that guy. I'm the, I'm the anti-crypto guy. Okay. Trust me. I, I, that's not, I'm not the guy to listen to with that shit. So... <laughs> Anyway, he goes on about how he got hurt. He was trying to listen to these people doing what? Take a guess. Can you take a guess what he was trading? Not crypto. He was getting ready to go into crypto because he moved out of taking heavy losses in meme stocks. What do you think about GameStop? What do you think about AMC? They're going to shit. Just like I told all of you this whole year. I said, watch. They're going to become penny stocks. And look where they're trading now. You got to listen to go to ICT. I'm here to help you folks. And it's not costing you anything. Did you have to give me your PayPal? No. Did you have to swipe a credit card? No. Just listen to me. I promise you're going to get things that you would have to pay a lot of money for elsewhere. 
or not even learn. So this goober says, you know, I, I would really like to learn how to do this and do that because I lost my ass in GameStop and uh, AMC movie theater. And I was like, were you in the Reddit forums? Yep. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, he's one of the guys I told you about over the spring and summer. I said, these people that sit around and they talk about how they're going to bust up the, uh, the market. They're going to go after these billionaires. Okay. These fund managers, you know, the market makers see that and they give it to them. They let it run a little bit because they're, they're, they're already buying it and the market runs up. And as it's going up, they know that the Reddit crowd and all the forums are going to be hopping and yeah, it's great. We're all going to get rich. We're going to, we're going to bankrupt all the hedge funds. That's what, what they were. That's exactly what they were saying. And you heard me tell you all, this is not going to happen. <laughs> this is what they've done. They have built in a premium. And at the highest point, everything seems great. Kind of like Bitcoin when it was just underneath $20,000 initially per Bitcoin. And my wife was like, hey, do you, do you trade Bitcoin? And I put out the APB. That's it. Bitcoin's not going to 20000 It's going to 6000 And it happened. And then I said it was going to go to 3000 And I was off by 200 Okay, and I told you when it was going to go to twenty thousand, and it happened. I told you when it was going to go to thirty thousand, and it happened. I told you when it was going to go to fifty, sixty, and I told you the highest one would be seventy. I would be on the worst case scenario if I'm totally wrong, and it basically shit the bed since then. This whole year, it's been bad. Well, this is an individual that I talked about with you all. He's in my house, and I'm paying him forty thousand dollars to paint my house. Now he's not keeping all that money, mind you. He's got to give it to the subcontractors too, but he's profiting on nothing. But he's bitching to me how he lost his ass in these meme stocks. Doing what? Chasing public perception about what the public thinks the market's going to do. That's the, that's the epitome of retail. Thinking that support and resistance, supply and demand zones, Elliott Wave, all these harmonic patterns, zoo patterns, is going to make the market do something. It's going to bend to the will of those animal patterns. <laughs> And that's what he was in. He was in those rooms listening to that stuff. And they were only thinking it was going to go to the moon. And they couldn't understand that there was an entity out there that literally gave them the rope to hang themselves with it. And that's exactly what I explained to you. They'll run it up. They'll make money you know, building up a large system, then delivering it up, and then selling it off to the public who's going to buy it thinking it's going to go to the moon. And they're all laughing. They're all over the internet laughing. Oh, well, I made so much money on so-and-so. They're all broke now because they held on and bought more. And then when it dropped a little bit more, buy the dip. The old crypto adage, buy the dip. Hold on for dear life. Well, that kind of stuff leads to destruction. And this dude literally was one of those people that were in those rooms on Reddit. Who fell victim to all that stuff. And at the end of next year. You're not going to have those problems. You're not going to be caught up in that. Mania. That whole. I got to get in. I'm going to miss the move. Yeah. <laughs> every year folks. Listen. Every single year. There's a mega move. Okay, they are the moves that you can make fortunes with. You don't need to be trading a crypto. You don't need to be trading 
any one particular market over another asset class. If you stick to just one, there's a big move every year in something. You can be a specialist and do exceedingly well. I have a lot of folks that came to me by way of Forex, and they're really, you know, tore up about the idea that I don't touch FX anymore. And I don't know why that should be a problem, because if you are my students, you should know how to take a trade in that. You don't need me to do it. I don't need to talk about it. The whole point was for you to be independent. But the same logic that I use to trade in NIMS FX patterns and pairs works in everything. Now, let me use this opportunity to talk about the Nifty because I have a lot of Indian traders that reach out to me and say, does your stuff work in the Nifty? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't have any experience with it and I don't have any experience with synthetic indices. Okay, so those are two things I want to have on my notepad here scratched off. I have no experience with those. I don't know if it works, but I'd love to hear your feedback if it works for you. So there you go. Much like you know, crypto, I don't trade. I've never traded crypto outside of a paper trade, and that really doesn't mean shit, does it? So, point is, my students co-sign for it working there, okay? And I'm comfortable with that. I have no interest in trading it. But you don't need to be trading or jumping around. You see these folks out there; they got like 29 different forex pairs they're following. Why? Like. More is a distraction. Okay. And here, here's a here's a testimony to your maturity as a trader. Okay. And I really want you to listen to this, folks, because it has nothing to do with pride, it has nothing to do with ego. This is where the rubber meets the road. Because when I first started, I thought I had to track every single fucking commodity there is. And it drove me nuts. I had to make my own individual charts. I had to put a dot on a bar and to put a dot on a, a a little graph paper, okay, and they were all dots. I had to literally rough eyeball where that high and low would be on a paper chart printed one time a week and delivered to my house. Okay, commodity price charts is what this was. I had to draw my open, high, low, and close for every fucking commodity that I was worrying about every single day. That's how I did it, okay? That's what we had to do. You guys are all spoiled. And you think because you have all that luxury of click a button, you have everything pop up on your chart. You think that's an advantage. It's not. That's not an advantage. It's actually a distraction. The people that do exceptionally well, unless you are a long-term trend follower, there's really no need to be following 20-some markets. You don't need to do that. that, that that's stupid. You, you would be better suited to being a specialist to one or two markets. That's exactly how I teach it. When I was teaching FX, it was the pound the euro coupled with the dollar. So that was our triad, okay? Three markets that are closely correlated. Dollar's gonna do one thing, pound and the euro would do the opposite. And you look for that little crack in correlation, okay? When it creates that and you have a bias and a narrative, it's easy. If you don't have that, you do nothing. Well, if you feel like you have to have a lot of markets to be tracking, see, the adage is, more monitors, more markets to follow means you're professionally minded. That's horseshit. That's horseshit, and that is all image stuff, okay? The people that make the fucking money are the people that have a specialty in one or two markets, and that's it. They don't give a flying fuck what's going on in any other market. They don't care about that stuff. 
They don't care about who thinks their other markets that they're trading are not as good as them. Who cares? They don't care. They're making money. And when you make money, you're not going to give a flying flip what anybody else thinks about what market you should be trading to. Then you're going to understand why I was telling everybody in 2012, all the way through 2017. And yes, I knew the market was going to go up to 20,000. I told you when it was going to happen. And no, I didn't trade it. And no, I don't have a regret. I can find big moves every single year, as you're going to learn in 2023. You're not going to be subservient to anyone, least of all me. If I'm not teaching you to be independent, I'm not a good mentor. I'm not trying to be glad-handed to all of you. I have my own life. My wife wants to spend time with me, okay? I know it sounds hard to believe, <laughs> but I'm a likable kind of guy, okay? In the real world, my wife wants to be with me, okay? And I'm trying to do my best to make that easy so that way I don't feel tugged back to all of you because there's a lot of you that are struggling, and I know. And it's mostly the people outside my private group. So I'm giving you a gift, okay? I'm giving you a gift of my entire year, my focus, and I'm giving it to you for absolutely for free. And I want you all to succeed. But I want you to go in with the right mindset of knowing that you're learning how to read price, how to find setups, and then you're going to find what market you like. And you're not going to give a shit about which one I'm trading. You may learn by using the ES and the NASDAQ this year with me and you say, you know what? I'm going to take what I learned and I'm going to go right back to the euro dollar. Well, God bless you if that's what you're going to do. That's fine. Don't let me tell you otherwise. I personally don't want to touch Forex. And I've touched on the reasons why in the entirety of this year. But if you feel comfortable taking on that risk, don't let anybody change your mind about it. Don't feel any kind of adversity or second guessing. Nothing. None of that should have any influence on your decision making on what markets you're going to trade. Because I'm telling you, the richest people in these markets are the ones that have one or two markets at best. The biggest guys out there that trade just stocks, they only have a handful of stocks. And when I say handful, two, three, maybe four at most. But they know those fucking stocks like the back of their hands. They know the highs and the lows of yesterday, three days ago. They know those markets. They know them. They live and breathe them. You want to be a specialist. That lesson, one of the folks that have uh, blessed me this holiday season, there's, there's so many of you, and I just want to add this in here. I've received a lot of cards, letters. I've received gifts. Some of them are very, very nice. Too, too much, really, for me. I, I was very surprised to see some of the stuff that you guys sent to me. One of the individuals sent me a DVD version of Larry Williams' um, course. You know, I told you about you know, coming up. I had a VHS four tape thing from him. And I had an opportunity to sit down with Caleb in our theater, and I played it. The, the transfer from VHS to what they did when they dubbed it, it's really, it's not as clear as I remember the VHS being, you know, <laughs> it is what it is, right? But watching it, and I could say verbatim what he was going to say beforehand, and Caleb was like, man, when's the last time you watched this? I said, honestly? Shit, like 18 years, maybe 19 years. That's a long time to know still verbatim what the man's going to say. That's how many times I watched it. So when he talked about the section in there to be a specialist, I turned to my son, Caleb. I said, can you see where I got that from? Now, when I first heard him say this in 1995, 
That's when I bought that VHS course. He made the video course in August of 1994 in a little workshop that he filmed with Trade Winds. And then it was put on the market. And because I bought this Yahoo's course, you know, that caused me to lose my money, not knowing what the hell I was doing, taking stupid gambling in an orange juice option. By buying that guy's course, the mailing list that he was building, Larry Williams was a, a purchaser of it. And then I ended up getting Larry Williams shit sent to me in the mail. I was like, well, shit, I'm going to buy his stuff. He, he's, he made $10,000 turned to $1.2 million in a year. Hey, you know, I, I want to learn from that guy. And then when I listened to him say this particular thing in 1995, now mind you, this is the third year of my trading coming up and the things that that course and the subsequent interest in buying every book that he put out that particular moment where he says in that course the vhs that i was listening to him when my son and i were listening to it just uh, a week ago he says you want to be a specialist when i first heard it in 1995 it went in one ear out the other because in my mind, what I took away from his course and his materials was, all right, what Larry's telling me as a fledgling student <laughs> is I need to be in here trading every one of these fucking markets and I'm going to catch all the big moves. I'm going to be in every one of them. If coffee's going to go up, I'm going to be in that one. If sugar's going to be, I'm going to be in all of them. But I didn't have the margin to be in any of those. You know, I had to be out of certain markets because I didn't have enough money in my account to even meet the initial margin to trade them. When I first started trading, I didn't have enough margin to even touch an S&P contract. Think about that. And here I was, 20-some years old, thinking, I got to watch all these markets. And I literally was updating the charts for palladium and platinum, pork bellies. What? But that's how I was. I was going hard. I wanted to make sure I was, I mean, nobody was going to question me and my tenacity and my desire to be good at this. And I didn't listen. I did not listen to what that man said in that freaking video that made the best impact in my learning curve. When I reduced all the bullshit down to one or two markets, which were that? What were they? The S&P and the bond market. Once I started doing that, and I didn't give fuck all what the grain markets did. I didn't care what the meats were doing, you know, live cattle, uh, lean hogs, and things like that. They're great markets. There's nothing wrong with them per se, but there's better markets to trade, especially if you're in there looking for short-term setups. And because of my infancy as a trader and just a total neophyte, a, a goober by all definitions of the word, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I couldn't appreciate the good logic that he was sharing, much like some of you. When you listen to me, you think I'm full of shit about certain things. You go out and you try other stuff or you try doing it sooner. You hurt yourself. Then you come back remorseful thinking, okay, I've been humbled. Let me listen to the man. And all of a sudden, now you learn. Okay. Well, that's what had to happen to me. But when I'm talking to you like this, I don't want you to feel like you have to go through the same shit that I went through and other people that like – that same mindset, thinking they're going to be the exception. So I turned to my son, Caleb, and I smiled to him. I said, do you see where I got that from? That moment right there, I had to come back after my fifth account, fifth account, as a 20-year-old 
thought I knew what the hell I was doing. And when I was doing it the right way, I wasn't satisfied. I wanted to do more and pushed and pushed and pushed and I'd blow the account. And I was trying to do too many other things. I wanted to be in the medals. And instead of just picking the one medal to be in, I was trying to be in platinum, palladium, and high-grade copper. For what? That's dumb. If you're going to be a metals trader, trade silver or gold. Done. If you want something that's going to be a mega trade, if high-grade copper goes into a premium, and what I mean by that is the nearby contracts sell for more now than they do in the future. That's a backwardization. It's a reversal of a carrying charge market. That whole premise, and I talk about this in the core content, which I learned specifically directly right from Larry Williams, and shit still works today. If anybody tells you it doesn't work, they're full of shit. That stuff is, that's, that's the brass tax. Okay. If you're going to be a commodities trader, if you don't know about that, then you don't know what you're doing. But the point is, I told my son, Caleb, I said, you know, that moment of losing multiple accounts and realizing that I'm doing too much. I was successful here and there and had stints of progress and equity increase. And then all of a sudden when I was trying to do more, why? Because I saw some asshole on America Online. He had his little stupid ass webpage. It was dumb. You think my webpage is generic and stupid. This guy was even worse. He had a picture of a hammock. Okay, like a cartoon hammock and Dean Caribbean Trader. That was his thing. Okay. And you click on his shit and you read his newsletter. And that's what we did back then was newsletters. And I was like, he's saying he made $15,000 trading the S&P yesterday. Now, I didn't see this man take this trade. He's not even showing a fucking chart. Like he's not doing anything. He just said he did it. So here I am, gullible Huddleston. I'm thinking, okay, well, this guy, I got to do this too. So I'm now going to go into the S&P. Now, mind you, I've been initially trained by Larry Williams, Mr. S&P himself. You know, that wasn't enough of an influence. I had to see this goober, okay, that just said he made 15000 and 12000 8000 When he had losses, it was only like 150 bucks or 200 bucks. So I'm thinking to myself, this guy knows something. That shit was me trying to run up with somebody else on social media. Now, that was the beginning infant stages of social media. Okay. America Online, that was we, we, the whole dollar, you know, modem, you know, hand, the handshaking that modems used to do and all that stuff, <laughs> charging you by the minute type shit. Um, that kind of experience, you know, we were, we were cowboys, mavericks in, in the internet. Like everybody now, little, little kids and like our nieces, you know, they're small. They have cell phones. They have the iPhone and shit, you know. And to me, I think they're too young to have it. But hey, you know, they're not my kid. It's not my business, but I could talk to you because I'm not around them and their mother, you know, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is, right? Everybody's got their own opinion. But back in the 90s, you know, that's when the internet was born, right? And that whole influence of social media, because I was young, I was very impressionable because. I've had this chip on my shoulder. I had to prove myself. I had to prove myself. So when I saw this guy out here, all he was doing was typing that he did this. Never showed a chart. Just did the whole thing. And I'm thinking to myself, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to do that. And 
if I'm having an impact on you wanting to be like me, like when I shared that trade today, or anytime I share a trade, I want you to think about the logic that I'm doing. Don't look at what I'm showing as a trade result. Don't let that be the driver. Let the management, the placement of my entry and the stop management and where I take partials, let that be the driver for what you want to try to be like me with. Take the money out of it. Okay. The whole the whole business of having that money there, that is the, the, the little hook that I use. Now I don't advertise. Okay. But when I was on Twitter years ago, I would literally do this over and over and over again, show example after example. And these other people that have a whole lot more subscribers than me that would claim to be brilliant tacticians and traders that you know trade this and trade that, you would never see them execute on anything. But they had the biggest mouth. So I challenged them all the time. I'd stand right in front of them and say, look, here, <laughs> I'm the wrecking ball. I'm here. I'm the wrecking ball. Okay. Not some guy down in Texas. I am. And when I stood in front of every one of them, they either blocked me or just made fun of the fact that it was demo. I was like, it can be demo. I'm going to show you what the market's going to do. You show me what you're doing. I'll stand out here and be the clown and show you with a demo that you can't even come close to what I'm doing. And you can use your live account results. And it never panned out. They never would do it. So I used that whole need as a young man as my marketing tool. Because I know that's what, when I was a younger boy, I was fascinated with wrestling, right? Who wasn't as a young man? You know, I want to be a Hulk Hogan. I want to be an ultimate warrior. I want to be Jimmy Superfly Snooker. You know, all these titans. The young men used to look up to, okay, little boys. I want to be like him. Well, I took that. I guess it's a built-in thing for, for young guys, I guess. You know, you, you feel like you got to have a hero, okay? So I developed this anti-hero. Knowing nobody is going to want to be like me because I'm just a demo baller. But I can do things very efficiently in that because number one, nobody can fault me when they lose money because I'm talking about a demo and nobody can really take offense to it because, you know, even if you were a real good trader and you were able to size up with me, which that didn't happen back then, um, they had real results. They could have been bringing against me and they still wouldn't do it. Like that's the facade and all this stuff. Like if you know what you're doing, just do it. Right. So, I fell victim to that same shit on America Online. And this guy, Dean, the Caribbean trader, <laughs> his newsletter was the major influence on me wrecking myself, trying to do shit, trying to keep up with somebody that I guarantee you this fucking clown wasn't even making any money. I'm convinced of it now. I'm convinced that this guy never made money. I think he just wrote shit, but because I was young and I believed everything on the internet, because Think about it. It was just coming up. Nobody thought that scamming was a thing, okay? Because we were all enamored by the whole experience of being on there, talking to people all around the world. Hey, I'm from China. Hi, I'm from Russia. I'm, you know, what? You can, you're, you're talking to me right now? I can, I can see that right now? Like, I don't have to wait for a letter to come in the mail and, with a stamp and all that stuff? Like, it was, it was crazy. Like, we were totally taken back by it. And I know I was, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. I'm going to tell you straight up. Like I, I was in there running up a bill all the time with America online. I loved it, but it hurt me 
it made me chase shit that I should have had no business messing around with and believing people that had no reason to be believed. So when I teach and I show my examples, this is why I share it to you publicly, because if I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, I couldn't replicate this stuff. On TradingView, they just added this little feature where it has like that little lightning bolt at the bottom showing you that's real-time data. You can't fake that. It's right there. Okay, um, There's no delay, and you can't do trades with market replay. I'm sneaking a little uh, little drink in. <laughs> Getting my second wind. You should have brought some snacks, motherfuckers. So if you know that that's a character flaw in you, and mostly for the men, you got to be careful, even with me. Okay, because when I'm showing examples, yes, I'm showing you precision. Yes, I'm showing you logic that I've already taught you to inspire you to work towards that. I'm throwing the number of what the results would be in the faces of all these people out there that talk shit. Okay, and they try to do 50 different trades over leveraging, and that's supposed to convince you that they're a good trader. That's gambling. And if you're blowing your account, going to maximum loss several times in the same week, and you're deleting those live streams, that communicates fraud. So when I sit down and I go through the logic of re really watching real-time data, and I'm live execution, these are being pushed real-time. There's no way of faking that. There's no way for me to hide the fact that I'm annotating the chart. I'm typing it out. Those things prove, prove rather, proof of concept and theory. And if these things weren't so, you all would see that, period, end of story. So you don't want to be falling victim to any of the bullshit that's online, and you don't want to take the wrong message from what I'm teaching or from my examples. Look at the precision elements, the things that are repeat. Even if you don't understand why I'm doing the trade, I guarantee you if you go through, look at your chart and see where I was going in at and study what you've learned. Thus far on my YouTube channel, you're going to see the breakers. Okay, when that went up into that, uh, my second entry, the very second entry where I did a, a partial, that is the model 22, I'm sorry, 2022 entry, but it's also a bearish breaker. There were so many things, you know, in confluence right there for me to trust that. And some of you in my private group have said, look, you know, wow, you were like using a one point stop loss. I wasn't worrying about it being a one-point stop loss. I was just using the logic that I teach. My stop was above consequent encroachment of what you know as a student of mine, and it had already went up into the fair value gap. It's just returning back to the bottom of the, the highest up-close candle, which is a bearish order block, but it's also inside the range of a bearish breaker. All those things are in that one-minute chart. Go back and look at it. It's there. And when it's that strong, and that's when it's so overwhelming, it's easy to take those types of setups. But now if you compare that with saying, okay, uh, this looks like it might be a shift in market structure. I'm not really certain. And there's two fair value gaps in here. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to just take one of them. I'm going to take the first one. And I'll use what ICT said. It might go up there and trade into the other one. And I'll just put my stop loss above that. And then it goes up and hits and knocks it out. And you're going to come away with what? This shit don't work. No, it will work, but you have to have more than one reason to do it. We have to have statistical probability in our favor. What is that? It's not contrived. It's multiple factors that algorithmically lend well to a low resistance liquidity run. It's a whole lot of mumbo jumbo, I know, but basically it means this. The market goes to liquidity 
whether it be buy stocks or sell side liquidity, or it goes back up to an inefficiency, one or the other. That's all it's going to do. That is the initial stages of a market setup. You have to have one of those things. If you don't have either one of them, you have no fucking trade. It's that simple. You have to have one or the other. It's not going to do something different. It's, gonna pull, it's not going to pull a hat trick out and say, you know, watch this shit. I'm going to do something new for you. No, it's one of those two things. And your model best suits you to pick one or the other. Are you going to trade fair value gap or in balance? Or are you going to trade runs on liquidity? Turtle soup type ideas. Okay. Or you may have a hybrid. You require the stop run like the 2022 model. It does that first, then a shift in market structure, then you go to the imbalance. It makes it easy, doesn't it? Oh, it makes sense when you'd say it like that. I see no fucking shit. That's what I said during the whole lessons and 41 videos spread out across a whole lot of rants that you bitch about. It's always there. You just don't pay attention to it because you're coming into the lessons or the lectures listening for your choice delivery, your little thing that you want to have your itch scratched on. No, you're not going to do well in 2023 like that. You got to come in with an open notebook, clear your mind, have no expectations except to learn. If you do that, you won't fall victim to the bullshit. You will be able to glean from the dean of price action. And I'm telling you, you will be better. This time next year, you will have skill sets that you never thought you were going to have. But it has to be built upon like working out. You know, nobody likes that first workout. It sucks. You get sore. And then you don't want to do it the next day you're supposed to work out. But that's when you're supposed to do it. That's how you, you got to tear shit up. Okay. And what is that? You're going to be breaking up your preconceived notions about what you think trading is and how you're going to do it. Because every single one of you are going to come in here invariably with the expectation of this is the way you're going to do it. Like it's habit your way mentorships. And I have had so many entitlement-minded individuals come to me and I've kicked their asses out. Either by pressuring them through the same process that everybody else goes through and they can't take it. Or I literally one-on-one -on -one tell them, this is where you're fucking up. You keep doing these same things and you have to attack that. That's your root problem. And when they fix that, suddenly they're a good student. They can learn. Oh, you just don't want to take the, the responsibility for not being a good teacher. No, I know where my limitations are. But I also know and I can identify someone that's not prepared to learn. And if you go into 2023 with these ideas that you know this is the only thing you need and you're going to figure it out, bullshit. Uh, that's bullshit right there. There's so many things you don't even discover about yourself yet that, that it's going to be an impediment. You don't know you yet. That's the, the, that's the defining moment for every trader, knowing where the fuck up resides inside of you. Because all of us have it. I have it. You have it. You may not want to agree or even identify it yet, but it's there. That's the gambler. There's three people in us, okay? The analyst, the person, that's the person. That's your conscience, really, okay? In, in the average daily life, it's your conscience. You know damn well you shouldn't be doing certain things. And when you hear that internal voice say, don't do that, you know if you do that, this shit's going to come back and bite your ass. But you don't listen to it and you just do it, right? Then what happens? You got repercussions. You have consequences. So you want to listen to 
the conscience. Now, what's the conscience in a trader? That's the analyst. That's the person that has sound logic. These are the rules you have to stick to them. Okay. The trader is the individual in, inside you that trusts the analyst, that the analyst logic is the right way of doing it. And then what are the rules? I only engage on these timeframes on this logic using the insight from the analyst because I trust the analyst. And then you have Rodney Dangerfield, okay, <laughs> the gambler in all of us, the, the, the person that just says, you know what? I haven't been respected enough today. I got to go out here and lose some fucking money. I got to I got to be recognized. I got to go out here and do something today to put myself on the map. I got to go out here and do max daily loss in my dormant account. Okay, you got to be a gambler. That gambler shit doesn't make a career. It ends them. It, it defers real growth and learning. And it causes mental anguish that literally can bend and warp you. And in the weakest of minds can cause you to make poor choices about being on this spinning rock. Yes, it can happen. I know people that aren't here anymore and you don't want to have these markets have that much control and empowerment over you. You're here to master yourself. You're not mastering the markets. I'm not a master of the markets. I'm not a king. I'm not a goat. Okay, I'm not the greatest of all times. I am ICT. I'm the inner circle trader and I know what I know. That's it. That's it. That's all I claim. I claim that I understand the market delivery better than any other medium or approach to trading or analysis concepts. And I think if anybody spends enough time with me, that's pretty much a given. You don't have to like me as the person. And I promise you, you only got to spend one more year with me. If you don't know what you're doing yet and you don't like me as a person, you don't like my disposition or whatever, that's fine. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not here for friends. I'm here to have a clean conscience and know that I have done everything I promised I would do if I was gifted with this. And I have been gifted. I've been in places, rubbed shoulders with people you'll never meet. And look at what I'm able to do. That's a testimony to that. You don't have to believe that now. When you start doing it yourself, then you're going to start thinking, where the hell did this really come from? Yeah, that's when it gets really interesting. Yep, you'll be talking to yourself in the car, having conversations about shit that you didn't think about right now. Yep, <laughs> it's going to happen. Trust me, it's going to happen. You probably, you probably already do. Like, what the hell? Yeah. But this year coming is going to be a big growth spurt for some of you. And guess what it's like when you have a growth spurt? It's painful. It's going to challenge a lot of your views about who you are as a person. You're going to realize that you have certain weaknesses that you're going to have to contend with. And there's no reason to be fearful of that. That's necessary. That's all necessary learning. And that's the stuff that's not in books. Even Mark Douglas's book. That's kind of like the considered the Bible of trade psychology. It's not. It's a good book. I'm not beating it down. But there's certain topics that only people that have been doing this for a long time are really equipped to be talking about. I'm not saying he wasn't equipped to do it. I just think he sugarcoats a lot of bullshit. You know, and I like the fact that, you know, when I listen to live 
streamers and they, and they go through experiences and they're drawn through drawdown and such. And I think that that's the real meat. Cause I don't give a shit how they go into their markets and how they trade that. That doesn't impress me. I'm not interested. Cause as far as I'm concerned, everybody else is flawed. I'm interested in how they engage as a trader because I'm watching their internal dialogue, whether they realize they're projecting it or not, they are. And you can tell a bullshitter too. When you watch these live streamers, there's a new one I just started watching. And uh, he's, a, he's a talker, <laughs> but uh, he's a funded trader. And uh, uh, my, my opinion is still loosely held right now. I, I think that uh, I'll reserve my opinion until later on. But right now, I noticed that uh, – oh, give me a second here. When I was a younger man, I was uh, an avid – student of magic and over the holidays i usually share like card tricks and sleight of hand stuff you know with my nephews and nieces and things because you know who doesn't like that kind of shit right, as a kid so uh i guess in a way i guess i am a market wizard <laughs> you like that see how this worked that in there um but <laughs> the the idea of points of indication i learned this whole premise around Point of indication from a magician by the name of Jeff McBride. He is one of my favorite uh, card manipulators. Okay. And you can look him up on YouTube. He does some really cool shit. But uh, he's older now. But a long time ago, I, I purchased everything I could from him and learned how to do card manipulations and card vanishes and shit. And I know that doesn't even mean anything to most of you here. But he talked about a, a, a point at which when a performer, a teacher, a lecturer, um, an artist, when they reveal themselves to you, okay? And he taught on this idea, it's called a point of indication. And what does that mean? Um, when a magician is doing the sleight of hand, okay? Uh, you, as a magician, another magician, you're watching the performer. We already know the sleight of hand. We know that you're gonna do a false transfer. We know you're gonna do a French drop or let tourniquet. And for those that are uh, of the French persuasion, uh, those things, okay, we know that that's the slight. We know it's happening, okay. But as the performer, we're studying whether you're going to give us the tell. See, a magician can watch another magician, and we know when you're doing the shit. Even though, no matter how good you are, if you do a card pass, okay, card passes, and real quick, it's it's when you have a deck of cards, you hand the the deck card somebody they take a card out and you split the deck and you often put the card back in the middle. And as soon as you put the two halves together, you half pass it. So it forces the card what would be otherwise in the middle of the deck now immediately on the top of the deck. No matter how good you are, you can hear. I can hear someone do a half pass across the room. I can hear it. I know what it sounds like because I've been in mag magic since I was a teenager. There has never been a magician ever that has done a half pass, I can't hear him doing it. So I know when someone's handling a deck out, I know the look for the half pass. Not that's no, not the only thing they can do, but the point is this, when the magician or performer or lecturer or teacher is lying, or in the case of magicians, when they're trying to block out that moment when they know their skill set is not up to par, during their banter, during their talking part of the trick, they close their eyes because they can't stand to see the bullshit coming out of their face. That's exactly what a lot of these YouTubers do. You can hear them talking. They'll say all this stuff, 
they're, they're, they're talking all this shit. And then they'll say, you know, and I'm making money and they close their eyes. Yeah, I made this much money and they close their eyes right then and there. That's a point of indication. Okay. Do it as a personal study. When you watch and look at these live streamers. Okay. Uh, and I, I know this kid uh, trades by Matt. Catches a lot of shit from a lot of people. Okay. And I don't get it because he doesn't go out there and claim to be anything except for a guy trying to find his way doing it. And he's got the balls to get out there and fuck up in front of everybody and do it. Sometimes he does okay. And sometimes he does not do very well at all. I'm not here to do anything except for the fact that I know when I watch him, he is not lying about anything. Much like that guy Corbs. Yeah, these people are not saying anything braggadocious. They get out there, they present themselves, they show what they did. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. It is what it is, right? And that to me is refreshing. Like, I like that. I like that. That's what this industry needs. It needs people like that. And it needs to be supported by other people. But the problem is, is most of you listen to these individuals. They get out there. They're riding on surfboards and they're pretending to be the next fitness people in the world. Okay. And they say, I've made this and I've made that and I'm doing this and I'm killing it and I'm this and that. But as soon as they talk about the money or they're doing something successful or they did something right, their eyes close. That is the point of indication. That is where they are hiding their perception of their fucking lie. They're lying to themselves and they're lying to their audience members. So one of the things that's why I do most of my study on certain live streamers, and I follow about seven of them. Um, none of them are, not all of them are consistent. Like they don't live stream all the time. But the ones that I like, I've been very vocal about. And the reason why is because they try not to be something they're not. And I think that's good. Because if you're going to get out there and you're going to live stream, you're not going to brag about something that you can't do. And then you shit yourself in front of everybody and blow your account and blow your dormant account and maximum loss. And then you delete everything. I've never seen either Matt trades by Matt or Corbs delete anything that I've already watched them do live. That's a testimony. That means that they're worth listening to, whether you like them as a trader or their style, it's irrelevant. I think it's an amazing study of human psychology that, number one, they're willing to do what they're doing because it takes a certain moxie to do it. I don't have that moxie to do it, and I ain't got no problem telling you I don't. I have character flaws within me that cause me to overanalyze and kind of like predict the questions that my viewers would have, and it will cause me to defer my attention away from what is the most important thing is what's the market doing. Look how easy it is for me to die. You know, just veer off of, the, of a topic and you think I'm going to go out here and do a live stream and buy and sell in front of you and be able to explain everything and have everybody ask me questions. And I, I tried, I tried that in 2016 with my first mentorship. I tried, man, I tried really hard. I couldn't focus. I couldn't do it. And that was a big, big bitter pill for me. Cause I, at the time I was thinking, shit, I got this. I can, this is nothing for me. I'm ICT for fuck's sake, man. Watch this. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> I was struggling. I couldn't I couldn't focus. I couldn't do it. And even with my own son next to me, I can't focus if he's talking to me. Like I got to have complete and utter silence. I can't have it. I'll explain it after I've done something. And once I know what I'm doing, looking for and what I've done and I've you know, set the stop, I know what I'm looking for for my first partial. I have time to work within some measure of dialogue. 
you don't know if you have that weakness yet. You don't know if you have a weakness at all. Some of you might be exceptionally very versed in handling all these things and risk. And you might be the very superstar that some of you think I am. But if you don't go in with the right mindset and manage all of your expectations and the outside bullshit that's going to come, what have you been doing with the ICT stuff since you've been messing around with it? What's your uh, MyFX book look like? Show me your statements. Show me your uh, full transparency community. Card membership. You're doing all the wrong things. If you, you haven't even learned how to trade yet. You're worried about all the dumb shit. Trust me. You learn how to trade and you do well. You can plug yourself into all that stuff and you will stand out because there's no standouts right now. There's nobody exceptionally well standing out there being full transparent, killing it, extremely precise and mild-mannered and not egotistical. At least I haven't seen that. If you know somebody, just let me know. I'd like to see them. I'd like to watch them. I like that. I support people like that because that's what this industry should see more of. But some of you are going to probably do all the wrong things. And you're going to go in not wanting to do that, but you're going to get caught up in all the bullshit, the image, the pomp, the real quick money of stardom and fame and celebrity. I don't want that. Like, it intimidates me now, knowing that, you know, 424,000 people know my name, let alone listen to me. <laughs> Believe me, like, I tried this this whole Twitter space here. And I started off pretty good, didn't I? No F-bombs. I didn't control, you know, I didn't lose control of my tongue. <laughs> but as soon as I start talking about all these goobers, it just comes out. And I can't help it. But, you know, that's a character flaw. I'm not proud of that. Some of you think it's like I'm beating my chest thinking I'm cool because I sometimes use colorful language. I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't. It's ugly language. You know what it shows? It shows my inability to be able to control my speech in a way where I can speak eloquently and not need to go there. But because I'm blue collar, true and true, I don't have the control sometimes to be able to see that I'm going to go off the rails. And sometimes I just want to say it because I feel like you get my intensity by saying it the way I say it. At least I feel like I've conveyed it that way. And after the fact, when I made the mistake of listening to some of my Twitter spaces, it's cringy. It's cringy as shit because it's like, man, this is, this is ratchet ass ICT. Like this guy, <laughs> who would want to have an ICT mentorship like that or a mentor like that? But that's the reality. I'm a human being. You know, I have flaws like all of you do. All of you. And I have to wrestle with all these things when I'm doing everything you've seen me do. Like that trade this morning. I'm wrestling with my wife because she's in there saying, hey. You said you wasn't going to, and I know. I said, just give me a second. <laughs> just give me a second. My wife, God bless her. Okay. I put her through some shit all the time because I, I always tell her, look, I'm I'm done. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do it. And for the most part, I'm being honest. But if she gives me an opportunity where I can see something forming and she's tied up with doing dumb shit FaceTime with people that I don't know and I don't care about, I'm going to try to squeeze it in. <laughs> That's what I did today. So it is what it is. It's all for your edification and i love doing it. it's fine but this year i, I don't want to waste anyone's time and i'm certainly not going to be trying to waste my own time 
And I want you all to know that there is a right way of doing this. And there's certainly a lot of ways you're going to do it wrong. And I think if you've listened thus far, you know that you're either going to be those types of people that are going to make the best of this, or you're probably going to blow up because you're going to try to do something you're not equipped to do. You're going to try to make trades with the logic I'm teaching. And you're thinking, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. Listen to this real quick. Not me taking a swig of water, but you're thinking, some of you are thinking, okay, ICT's really dialed in. This cat's got it figured out. He's cracked the matrix. You know, he's programmed the algorithm. He is the algorithm. He's Mr. Everything. He's Mr. Wonderful in trading. Okay, he's the market himself. He's literally promising he's going to call the markets minute by minute, one candle at a time. He's going to say where the market's going to go. And he's going to say exactly why it shouldn't do certain things. Well, guess what that means? I'm going to hook up with ICT's brainwaves and I'm going to push the button on my live account or my funded account, regardless of which one it is. And you're going to be encouraged because you're going to make money. And that's going to be the ticket to making your spouse understand why the fuck you're doing what you're doing. It's going to encourage you to keep going to that menial job that you can't fucking stand working around people you can't stand to be around. I'm here to give you a sober reminder. That's not the right way to look at this. Because as good as that might sound right now, you don't have the experience that I have. You're going to make the mistake of getting in something that I'm talking about. And I'm going to be comfortable with letting it go and just move. You're not going to be comfortable because I'm going to be silent. You're going to be begging for me to be talking. What about that candle right there? Oh, shit, that's a doji. This is going to reverse. But ICT's probably going off and looking in his refrigerator. He's probably eating something right now. He's probably walking his dog. He don't give a shit about us. He's not talking. I'm early in his trade. Fuck ICT, please. I wish I had his phone number. Let me call him up. You're going to be texting me on Twitter. <laughs> Freaking out because you did something you're not supposed to be in. And some of you already know that's what you're going to do. If you know that is the case, listen, please listen to me. Don't do that. The only thing you're going to learn is fear and anxious. Trading with fear and anxiety is not the way to do this. The whole point that I'm extending myself for this coming year is for you to trust that we're here together as a community. I'm lending you my experience. I'm going to show you what I think is going to happen in the marketplace, and we're going to watch it live. That's tape reading. You're not expected to push a button. You're not going to be graded. It's not a failure. It's not a success. It's observing and retaining logic, understanding why price should perform a specific way. If you don't know what it's going to do and you don't know what I'm going to say about it, why the hell would you want to put money at risk? Why would you want to do that? Regardless of what pain threshold you're feeling right now because of times being hard and not being able to meet ends meet and maybe you're feeling an identity crisis, you know, Maybe trading isn't for you. Maybe you're struggling with letting go of it. This isn't going to be the fix for it, pushing a button based on what I'm saying. You don't want to do that. Some of the greatest lessons you're going to learn is if I happen to get it wrong, you're going to see it. You're going to understand why you got it wrong, why I got it wrong. And you're going to see that it's going to be far and few between. And it's nothing to worry about. All of you have to stop trying to encapsulate your entire career 
on one week's worth of trading or one trade. And I know what that feels like. I've done that. I've done it. I know exactly what it feels like to do that. Because you need to feel significant. You need to feel confirmed that you're at the right place doing the right thing with your life. And damn it, nobody's going to stop you. But you will. You are formidable. And you are absolutely strong enough to deny yourself of any of the success. You can absolutely end yourself before you even get a chance to really make an honest attempt at it. And I've watched hundreds of thousands of people do that. Think about that. There's a lot of people that subscribe to that 2022 mentorship in the beginning. Look at the first couple of videos. Man, it's like way up there in the views, right? And then watch what happens after the fourth, the fifth, the views drop off. What took place? Some of them said, well, I figured it out. I watched up to the third video. Now it's all there. Those same individuals that say that on Twitter, oh, you only need to watch the first couple of videos. I would put a million dollars that they're not profitable. They're talking shit. They're pretending. They're fantasy football traders on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram. And I'm not trying to be mean to you if you are one of them. I'm just reminding you, I'm yoking your ass up right now and saying, listen, son, you're doing it wrong. Stop pretending. Do it the right way. Learn how to do it so that way you can walk like a man instead of trying to talk like one, but living like a grade school person on social media. It's not important for people to look up to you. Because even when you're making millions of dollars, nobody's really going to look up to you anyway. They're not. Some of you think that that's going to be the, that's it. That's going to put me on the, the pedestal and people are going to really finally appreciate me. They're going to not give a fuck what you have. They don't care. They don't care. Your friends and family aren't going to care that much about you. In fact, much like my own family and friends, they were like, dude, like, why don't you just give me shit for free? You can afford it. Well, no, <laughs> no, because I tried to tell them, come up with me and they didn't want to go. But then they want to have a free ride after I struggled for all those years coming up. No, you don't get that. And I lost a lot of friends that way. And I don't hang around certain family members because they view me like that. They didn't encourage me. And then when I got it, they're like, well, you know, why don't you do something for me? You got all that kind of money. Fuck you. Why didn't you support me when I was needing some kind of support? There was no support structure around me. None. So I try to be the best I can for my students. And I'm not always going to come off high polished. But I'm just the right kind of guy at the right kind of moment when you're honest with yourself. Some of you like to refer to me as like the dad figure. Well, it makes sense because I'm talking to, in my mind, my sons. And they need to be talked to sometimes like this. Like dads sometimes do. I needed to hear these things and I didn't get it. I didn't have it. So I try to manifest myself in your learning the way I would have loved to have had a mentor talk to me. Encourage me. Remind me fucking up is part of it. And it doesn't end you. Okay, Blowing an account does not end you. You already know in your mind that even if you start off in this mentorship this year 
be honest now. <laughs> Some of you already figured out that you are going to be that person. You're going to go in there and you're going to try to take live trades. But you've already said, fuck it. If I do, I'm just going to restart another challenge. So it's worth the risk. <laughs> you know that's you, right? You're all smiling saying, damn, damn, he knows me. He knows me. Yeah, it's about 35 to 40% of you. <laughs> Don't do that. Why would you? Because you're going to retain all that anxiety and fear when you finally learn how to do it. You're going to have those scary moments that you did something that you know you shouldn't have done. And your conscience is going to tell you what? The last time you did this shit, you lost money. When you don't invite your conscience in the conversation by not having anything on the market in terms of monetary loss or winning while you're tape reading. You're just observing price. You're getting used to watching it do what it does. You get familiar with it. And there's no grading. There's no right or wrong. It's just understanding what the market's likely to do. And then you get that experience. And then you understand what you're supposed to be doing on your own independent study, not the days that we're together, the days that, you know, when we don't have sessions live over the charts, you'll be doing these things that I'm going to walk you through. And you just do that either live or you do it through market replay. And if you can't uh, appreciate market replay, and I don't really appreciate market replay. I think it's, you know, it's next to a static chart, really. I mean, it's better than a static chart. If you're coming home after work or school or whatever, running a business, and you have no way of looking at real-time data, what should you do? Make an investment, a couple hundred dollars, buy some kind of screen recording application and record live data. I'm telling you, that is worth its weight in gold because being able to watch that, who cares it's fucking old data? Who cares? Who cares? Some of you are all watching my videos anyway, and they're old shit. It's old, ancient stuff, but it's still worth its weight in gold. Because the logic and the principles being used in those videos are beautiful. It's wisdom. And you'll get the skill set by watching real-time price action. You cannot learn it looking at stale, stagnant price charts. Going on Twitter and looking at a chart that me or someone else posted. Big deal. You know what that, you know what that is? Mostly, it's trophies. Here's what I got right. I'm going to share this. That's why I love my students because they will go out there and they'll record their shit from beginning to end, put their stop loss in, manage it. That's what I'm proud of. I don't like seeing still stagnant pictures of where they talked about they did this move. If you notice, even those people that send that stuff to me on Twitter, they're rarely ever even acknowledged by me. And I'm doing that and I'm reminding you right now, so in case you're doing it and you think I'm looking over top of you, I am. I'm not going to high-five some half-ass shit. The people that are really putting the work in, they're going to show it. If you had the initiative to want to post a chart to me and want to high-five, go through the extra effort and record your whole shit. Or put your trade entries and exits on the chart where it has the little arrow. Some of you are faking those fucking arrows, and I can see it. And you think I can't see it. If I can see it, I know all of the other subscribers to my accounts on Twitter or on YouTube – they can see it too. That's why I'm not going to heart. That's not, oh, I'm going to high five you. I'm not going to rep you. So if you're going to have the initiative to go out and put something out there and it's like you've done something, do it for real. Show it on TradingView where your entries are. Show the entry prices. There's nothing wrong with that. There, that's exactly what you should be doing. If you feel like you got to do that, but you shouldn't be wanting to do that. And you shouldn't be looking for a confirmation from me. 
That's a testimony of maturity. If you know that you don't need me to say, you know what, that was a good trade. When you know you did the right things and it panned out just like you were taught, who gives a fuck what I think? Who cares what ICT thinks? You need me to co-sign something that you know by logic is the right thing. That's maturity. And that's what I'm trying to force all of you into that stage in 2023. I want you all to say, fuck you, ICT. I don't need you anymore, but I love you, brother. You did amazing things for me. Thank you so much, but I don't need you now. That's what I want. That's exactly what I want. And some of you are going to fight and kick and claw and try to hold my hand after 2023. And there's no reason to. You should be looking forward to getting out there, spreading your wings and doing it independently and feeling good that, you know what, I can do this. It was worth the struggle. It was worth all the time stu you know, studying and listening to this boring bastard. I figured it out now. Thank you. I don't want worship. I want independent thinking students that have now carved out their own way. That's what I'm proud of. I'm proud of that. That's what I want in all of you. And that's what you should be wanting. Not codependency. Fuck that. That's why I don't sell a service. That's why I don't have a, a, a platform, a plug-in um, indicator. Fuck that shit. That's, that, that ties you to me. I want independent thought process. And all my students say, you know what? I can see this pattern. I can see this logic. And I'm going to use this as, and this is what I'm going to do. It. That's, my, that's my niche. And I'm going to work with that. And I don't give a shit how many students he has doing this, that, and the other thing. This is what I'm good at. This is what makes sense to me. I'm comfortable with this. I can see this setup. I can't see those fucking breakers. I can't see a mitigation block. I don't know what the hell its fair value gap is. I just know that I can trust an optimal trade entry. Great. Don't change for nobody. And I'm at the top of that list. You don't expect a mentor to talk to you like this, do you? You want to hear all the stay close to me, love me, worship me. I don't want that shit. I don't want that at all. Anybody worth their salt should encourage individuals that they are training to be unique and independent and relying only on their own steam. That's commendable. That's respectful. I got every measure of respect for anybody out there that does. I don't give a shit if they trade support and resistance and whatever the hell else they want to attribute to why they're getting into a trade. Remember I said earlier that if it's the heads or tails equation to get you into a trade, that's a trigger. It has absolutely nothing to do with anything. The mindset of knowing how to manage the risk, limiting the risk, and then knowing when to stop. That's the real secrets to this shit. It's not precision elements. That's what I was showing today. Like if you look at what I was showing, there was three other trades I could have done. I could have went and, and if I wasn't in front of the charts, I wasn't in front of the charts, but when it ran the buy side, I could have sold short right there on that high candle. And I have many examples of that on my YouTube channel. It's already there. I could have sold short there and I could have sold short at the first time I went to the fair value gap and I would have had a little bit of drawdown immediately. And then you saw the rest of the examples. So I was giving you close proximity entry techniques. Every single time you see me do a trade execution and it's a partial, like where I'm doing scaling in of a larger position, you know, pyramiding the position up, usually half of the, the 
trade entry that I did prior. So usually I start with that six contracts. Then I go six, the, the next partial is three, the next contract entry, if I do a partial pyramiding, it'd be one. If that happens, you know, just understand that every single one of those partial entries for pyramiding, that could be one of your own patterns. That's your that's your model. You don't need to have that best case entry, like running at the buy side. I missed that. I wasn't in there. But guess what? I found a whole shit ton of other things I could have done, didn't I? See, if you listen to me and you only grow accustomed to being, oh, I want to be precise like ICT. I want to get in there and get in and trade the high candles like him and trade the low candles like him. And that precision is awesome. And that's cool. I can appreciate that. And my ego and pride loves that. And I ain't going to lie to you. Okay. I don't want you feeling like that's the only way you can find success though. So when I teach my students how to do these things, one of the main reasons why I'm doing pyramiding, because I want you to understand there's more than just what you've been taught to get into a market move. And you need not fear getting in after the main entry, the highest probability entry. There's so many other ways to get involved in that move if you understand what, where it's going. Where is it going? Where's the next draw on liquidity? If you know that with a great deal of confidence and experience, how do you get that? You're gonna walk with me next year. You're going to see it and knowing this is what it's likely to do and how many things form between where we identify where it's likely to go next and when it finally gets there. How many opportunities could you get in there and do that? And by seeing it live or watching the recording of me doing it live, it's the same thing. That will help you carve out what you're trying to be as a trader. The pattern, the entry strategy that I'm going to show you. That's going to be the thing that you all uniquely desire independently. I'm not going to force you into any of that stuff. It's going to make more sense once you see it. And you'll know what I mean by this because you've watched it happen so many times. And you're like, I see that. And before I talk about it, you're going to see it. And then when I say it, you're like, damn, I know it. I knew he was going to say that. You know what that means? That's your entry pattern. That's your, that's your framework for getting in. The experience aspect of knowing where the market's going to go next, the draw on liquidity, that's the learning curve that everybody has to go through. And there's no way to make that easy. No five-minute ICT condensed course shit. That doesn't work. Okay, There's no shortcut to back testing and forward testing with tape reading. There's no fucking shortcut. Don't let anybody out there tell you that there is no way, absolutely no fucking way you can short, shorten it. And you can't. You can't. Period. That's it. There's no other way around it. That's the end of the discussion. Nobody can shorten that learning curve. It cannot happen. In case you didn't listen to me, there's no fucking shortcuts. Okay. So I think we've probably covered most of what I wanted to you know, build up in terms of expectations and I guess uh, prepare you for you know, what it is that we're going to be doing how often we're going to be doing it two times a week, medium or high impact news driver. Um, it'll be framed on something I've given you in terms of analysis. So when we look at a daily chart and that's all we're going to be looking at folks, because I don't want to be doing these long ass winded analysis videos, something short and sweet, right to the point. That way you ain't got to worry about downloading videos. So you can watch them at your job it, it, real quick. You can do it during a smoke break, a bathroom trip. When you take your phone to the laboratory at the, at the workplace, <laughs> 
all those opportunities, uh, you'll be able to digest the video. So it'll be small, short, easy, and not time consuming. But when we get into the live sessions, obviously, you know, they're going to be very long periods of me not saying anything. Okay. And I'm only going to talk when it's salient to what the market's likely to do next or what my opinion of it is. And apart from that, that's pretty much it. So hopefully you've had a really nice holiday season and hopefully you will all be greeted and kissed sweetly in a new healthy new year in 2023. I hope you're celebrations are not too wild that you get yourself in trouble. <laughs> Don't start off the new year on the wrong foot. And I think that will be it for this one. Um, I spent enough time here tonight with y'all. So hopefully you've got something out of this. Hopefully it's been inspiring to you. Hopefully it's encouraged you to at least prepare properly, at least from my own perspective, how you could prepare for what's coming next year. And then I think that'll be a, uh, a wrap on this one. I don't foresee myself doing another one. I may just simply give you a tweet and wish you all a happy new year and safe one. But uh, we're going to resume back to the uh, regularly scheduled return on February 7th, 2023. Until I talk to you next time, be safe.